The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. With us today on Top of the Stretch, a young driver in harness racing that will be driving in five events Saturday night at Northfield Park, the Fair Championships, with each of the races going for a purse of $40,000. Hank LeVan has started 464 drives in his racing career, 66 wins, 78 seconds, 64 thirds. Horses that he's driven have won $403,121. This is just his fourth year in the Sulky. This year, 41 wins in 240 drives. And a UDRS, Universal Driver Rating System, percentage of 315. That's very high for somebody just starting out in harness racing. Hank LeBan, welcome to the top of the stretch. Thank you very much for having me, Roger. Now, you didn't, you're 26 years old. You didn't start driving until you was 22. Uh, what took you so long? Well, uh, growing up, uh, my, my dad was always very uh, involved with, uh, with, with the harness horses along with my grandfather, and, and we went to the races as kids. Um, uh, but we got busy with sports, and uh, we actually uh, started uh, what we call Lavanderosa Farms and uh, showed cattle uh, pretty extensively throughout the state uh, here of Ohio and then you know, throughout the country. So I was pretty busy with that. Uh, through high school and uh, went to college and uh, went to school actually in Illinois and was on a few livestock judging teams there. And uh, one summer I was back home and Grandpa had quite a few colts going to the fairs and I didn't have a lot of help that year. And so I said, "Yeah, you know, I'll you know chip in and and go help." And uh, you know, I was really wet behind the ears, didn't know much, and uh, I think he let me warm up one horse uh, that summer and. Uh, after that, went back to school and told my dad that fall that, hey, I'd be interested if uh, the opportunity's there, maybe buying a piece of something, uh, if, if you think that that would be okay. And uh, it's all kind of snowballed since then. Uh, we bought a filly that fall and um, ended up driving her um, the following year and, and had some success and some luck. And uh, um, I guess I caught the bug then. Now, that very first year back in 2017, you just had 17 drives, and you won two races. Do you remember that first winning drive? Uh, yeah, that was uh, Curse of L. That was actually the first horse uh, that I owned part of, um, and we named her that after uh, the L that my grandfather and father and, and now myself uh, have on our silks. And uh, it was up at Oak Harbor. Uh, Cam McCown uh, was actually down to drive, and I kind of told him, Hey, if if you don't care, as long as you don't have another one, you know, if she draws, okay. I'd like to maybe drive her, uh, depending on what she gets in with. And uh, it was pretty neat. She went up there, and um, she had the rail, uh, made the front end, and um, nobody ever pulled. And uh, I actually got called in uh, for a slow quarter, and um, I think we come back half and 59 or something off a of half and six. But, um, no, she won, and uh, Cameron, he actually came down to the winner's circle and got his picture with us and, and all that. So I know it was, it was a lot of fun. Now, this family, I noticed you got five horses in at uh, Northfield, and two of the horses are homebreds. Do you have a number of uh, brood mares uh, family operation? 
Uh, we've got three, and uh, um, you know, one of them is, is a mare that uh, Dad and Grandpa raced uh, you know, some years ago by the name of Sheer Sabra. And then uh, another mare uh, that we have is uh, a mare that's got a really fast mark and was a heck of a racehorse. My dad actually bought her as, a, as an open mare in one of the Delaware sales you know, five, six, seven years ago. And um, so we've, we've got, uh, got three mares, and uh, they've, they've been done well for us. Three mares, and two of the mares get an offspring to go to the fair championship. So that's a pretty good uh, percentage for those mares. Yeah, yep. Now, the five that you've got in, we'll go from the beginning of the card to the end. First up is Amy L. She's a two-year-old filly pacer uh, by Pet Rock, out of that mare that you mentioned, Shiro Sabra, a homebred, of course. Uh, This season, uh, 20 starts, three wins, six seconds, two-thirds. She's earned $21,490 and took a mark at the Montgomery County Fair at Dayton, in 156 and four, uh, she finished fourth in the point standings. And tell us something about Amy L. Uh, I really like this filly. Um, early on, she was actually uh, probably our favorite two-year-old that we had in the barn. Amongst amongst dad, grandpa, all the help, uh, she just never really did anything wrong and um, acted like she had a, a, a ton of speed. And got it around, you know, 10 or 20, and she really lost some confidence and started making a few mistakes. And uh, those first couple starts, um, if you were to go back and, and look clear back through her lines, um, you know, she'd make some breaks or or uh, um, be a little hard to control and things like that. But that, that filly's really matured a lot, um, especially here in the last 30 days. And, and I think of, of the five that we've got, got in, uh, maybe you're know, peaking at the at the most appropriate time for us. Now she raced uh, Saturday this past Saturday at uh, to Shockton, and you had the rail got away fourth, uh, powered up past the half, took the lead, and won it by about two and a half lengths, and in two oh one and three, that's a pretty good tightener for her for the fair final, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And um, like I said, you know, that mare, she, she's had a few good weeks here and, and uh, really, I think, starting to come into form and, and act like the horse that maybe we thought she could have been um, back in April or May. Then we got is a two-year-old Colton Gelding pace, and they're also going for $40,000. And in this one, uh, you've got Calvin L. Calvin L. is by Well Said and out of the homebred mare, a Harmony Oaks Cruiser. 18 starts, four wins, four seconds, 32,000 in earnings, a mark of 158. Did that at Richwood back on September the 6th. Uh, most recent win was on the 16th of September at Montpelier in 2-2-4. Two, two, and four. How is she uh, coming? Or how is he coming into the final? I like this Colt quite a bit. You know, he doesn't ever do anything wrong, and and uh, you know, just he, he's a handy little horse. Um, you, know, you can leave with him. You can come from off the pace, and um, so far, you know, he's had he's been the one that we've probably given the most opportunity to um, throughout uh, throughout the year, as far as racing in some bigger races. You know, like. Uh, the sire stakes and the breeders and, and that colt has always been right there uh, with those the, those colts and and finished kind of right there with the group and I, I do think uh, if all goes well hopefully that colt can can, can be there and uh, be competitive with that group of field. 
three of those horses that you'll be battling with, though, have got marks in the 153 and 154 range. Uh, can Calvin L uh, keep up with them? I hope so. You know, he 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 paced in 52 and four at uh, at Cleveland, I think, in the last leg of the Sire Stakes, and then paced around 54 uh, and come home in 27 at Delaware. Um, you know, that is a really, really talented group of Colts. I, I was actually talking with Dad earlier today, and I, I think, you know, the top three or four of those Colts fit right in um, with uh, some of the Sire Stakes horses and even the better end of them. Um, you know, it was just a really talented group of two-year-old Colt Pacers. And, um, but, you know, that, that makes the sport better. That makes it uh, you know, that much more competitive. And uh, it's nice to see that you've got, you know, what you would consider fair Colts or, or fair horses, um, I don't know that there's many of them that have got a, mar- a mark not under two minutes. So I think that says a lot for uh, the the state and the breeders and then also the trainers that have been racing those horses and getting them ready. In the two-year-old Philly trot, we got Air Jordan L, 24 starts, uh, three wins, nine seconds, four-thirds, is banked 26,000. Has a mark of 205 and 1. That was at Richwood and was a winner at Montpelier, uh, 205 and 2, back on the 16th of September, by Break the Bank Kate out of Ariella. Now, you got this out of the Midland Acres uh, consignment, I guess. Uh, yes, yep. Uh, we purchased her there at uh, uh, the Delaware, uh, or not the Delaware, the, the Select, Lexington Selected Sale there at Sunbury uh, the year before. And uh, I know she's she's been a nice filly. Uh, to be truthful, I really didn't care for her, um, you know, all spring or even early on uh, in, in the summer. And um, you didn't get along with her very good. She she had speed, but she was just kind of rude. And um, that filly's really made me eat some crow. I never thought that she would go on and do what she's done. Um, and I actually trained uh, most of these horses today, and she probably trained as sharp or or, or, or as good as any of them, um, you know, it's, it's funny how sometimes those horses that, you know, if you give them the opportunity to get better, um, sometimes they can. Um, so, no, I, I like this filly. She's, uh, uh, she's proved me wrong and, and hopefully um, can continue to, to do so. You raced her Saturday at Coshocton. Looks like uh, he had kind of a rough trip. He's hung uh, most of the mile, but she uh, finished second. Yeah, yeah, I think she got away fourth, and they were they was kind of gapped out, gapped out, and uh, I pulled coming to the half, and was able to. They're starting down the backside, get her in there behind the filly that ended up cutting the mile and winning. Um, so it really, uh, it, the chart maybe makes it look a little worse than what it was, but uh, she does like to chase horses down, and and I think she's probably starting from the worst uh, post position that we we drew. Um, up there, but uh, you never know. They're, they're two-year-old Philly trotters. Some may make mistakes and some may not. So You're going to be going against a horse that's uh, undefeated, 13 for 13, Designer Specs. Have you raced against that one this year? Yes, yep. I told Jay Weller, I think, uh, every time uh, that we've raced against her, I said, hey, if we're going to be second – I uh, just assume it be to you, and uh, it, you know that's the one nice thing, you know, and the fun thing about the fairs. You know, you get to see some of these horses and you get familiar with them, uh, but then the people that you see year after year that, that that really try to do it the right way and put the time and the dedication into the horses. Um, I was 
I was super pumped uh, for Jay and, and his wife and family when uh, that Philly continued to go on and, and do what she's done. I was, I was just as excited for them as they probably were for themselves. So that's, that's a great Philly. Um, I hope for, for their sake that uh, if she does get beat, uh, she doesn't do it by making a mistake and, and that kind of thing. And hopefully she can finish strong for them. But no, uh, that, that's, a, that's an awful great Philly. Now in the, uh, three-year-old Philly Pace, you got the leader of the pack, and you got post position one. We're talking about Bad Miss Johnson, 23 starts, 13 wins, three seconds and a third, 46,000 on the card this year, and at Sauda Downs earlier this year, took a mark of 153-3. and three. She's a big bad John out of Geneva. Uh, you purchased this one uh, from a breeder, Mike Gillock, over Pennsylvania Way, uh, was a winner at Montpelier, uh, two minutes and two fifths. Uh, is she the best in that category? Well, uh, you, you never know. I, I guess I hate to say, you know, she's the best or, or she's not. Uh, Rico Johnson, he actually owns this filly. And uh, we had her last year as a two-year-old for him. And uh, she raced her, I don't know, 10, 12 starts there at the fairs. And she wasn't uh, uh, wasn't staked to everything that we normally stake to. So we didn't get an opportunity to have her uh, for the entire summer. Uh, but here's a three-year-old, you know, you, you can't really knock her. I mean, um, I roughed her up pretty good her last trip, and uh, that was my fault, um, you know, being maybe a little green and inexperienced and greedy sometimes when you drive. Uh, but, uh, uh, no, that Philly, I think if, if, if everything goes according to plan, you know, she'll be right there with them. Um, she always, you know, shows up and gives it her all, and, uh, you know, it's really been – you know, just a, a fun horse to have in the barn this year to be as competitive as what she's been um, and to be able to do it on multiple levels, um, you know, whether it was the fairs or, or the stallion series or even the sire stakes, you know, she's been competitive in. So, um, you know, I hope for her sake that uh, she can kind of capitalize uh, here Saturday night. The last horse that you got in is a three-year-old Philly Trotter Team L. 19 starts, four wins, four seconds, three-thirds. Has banked $33,000 and earlier this year at Scioto. Mark a 157-3. Again, a horse uh, won at Montpelier. He must have had a big day there September 16th. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a big day. That was a good day. What did you have, four wins that day? Yeah, I think so. Four. I think we took seven horses up, and uh, I think we had four wins, uh, a second and a third. Um, and uh, or maybe two seconds and a third. So it, it was a good day. Now, Team L's by Team Six of Ariana Hall. You got this from uh, Bert Hirschberger. Uh, she is eighth in the point standings, and you got uh, post position six. Uh, she made a break in her last start up at Coshocton uh, before the quarter. Yeah, so that Philly, um, when she shows up and when she's on her game, I really think uh, a lot of her. Um, she has had a few starts this year where she's made some mistakes. Um, the last start, I don't think it was really her fault. We uh, we lightened her up quite a bit up front and tried her in some aluminums, and uh, she was missing the weight that uh, the, the weight that we took off of her, and and we've got uh, hopefully got that addressed here. Uh, uh, going into the fair final, but uh, she trained really good today, and uh, um, I think as long as that mare stays flat and, and is in good form, uh, she fits right in with that group. In past years, have you had it, uh, horses in the fair finals? Uh, yeah, so I was very fortunate. The first filly that uh, that I bought, that Cursive L, 
Um, as a two-year-old, um, she was pretty competitive there at the fairs and made the fair final, and she actually ended up winning it um, as a two-year-old. And uh, my dad's other, my dad had a filly uh, by the name of Banger L that was second to her. So, so that day was was really a good day for the stable. And we had a first and second there um, in the two-year-old filly pace division. I want to say that was maybe in 2016 or 17. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we've had some horses that have been competitive in that over the years, and uh, I think maybe this is the most horses that we've had. Um, in one, in, in I guess one night um, for it, uh, having five of them, and uh, so hopefully you know fingers crossed, and we have a little luck, and, and can be there when it counts. Eight divisions, you got five in, and uh, looks like they're all very competitive, and it's just like any race. Uh, racing luck will play a lot to do with it. Uh, we wish you the best uh, come Saturday night at Northfield. Well, thank you very much, Roger, and uh, I really appreciate you guys doing this. Well, Hank, uh, congratulations. You've had a great year already. And uh, Oh, I wanted to ask you one other question. The three-year-olds, will you race them next year, or will they be broodmares for you? Uh, so both those mares, uh, I think, will continue to race. Um, Team L uh, most definitely will. Um, we've got to kind of talk with uh, with bad miss johnson's owner rico and uh, that mare fit, still fits some really good conditions here for ohio so uh, with a little luck uh, here after the fair final those fillies may race in uh, like a non-winners of two series up at cleveland uh, depending on how the next two weeks go and uh, after that they'll rest up throughout the winter time and hopefully come back and be ready to to, to race maybe next summer at silo downs that's hank levan Five horses in the fair finals Saturday night at Northfield. Eight divisions each for a purse of $40,000. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.